It's planting season, and it's not too late to make sure your crops grow up fed and happy. Regardless of your spring crop, Fed and Happy offers a variety of worm-casting solutions in liquid and solid form to supercharge your soil, your yields, and your profitability. For fast, vibrant germination and seedling growth, mix your seed with Fed and Happy's screened granular castings pre-drilling. The Fed and Happy liquid seed treat and extracts offer the ideal mix of soluble solids loaded with living beneficial biology, mycorrhizal fungi, humates, and more. The Fed and Happy small spreadable castings are ideal for fast, easy soil incorporation. The large offer long-term stability and soil growth. But you don't have to figure this out on your own. Just call 833-GO-WORMS to speak with our farm team experts for a fast turnaround on a custom solution for your needs. Fare better against pests, disease, drought, and other potential hazards this season with Fed and Happy Worm Castings. Visit FedandHappy.com for a healthy harvest and any lawn, garden, and tree care needs. Available for pickup and on-farm delivery. That's F-E-D-N-Happy.com. Or call 833-GO-WORMS. Happy planting. Welcome. You're listening to Casually Baked, the podcast. Home base for the can of curious. Thanks for tuning in. It's a hard time. We had a hard time together. Hi, and welcome to the 420 edition of Casually Baked, the podcast. I'm Joe, your host and cannabis lifestyle guide. And as I've mentioned before, if you're not sure how you feel about pot, you are in the right place. You know, 420 has been this counterculture holiday for so long, but now it's mainstream. I mean, there are actually international 420 events happening. So today I'm going to do my part to promote new cannabis by sharing with you a little bit about the modern cannabis lifestyle. Where does that begin? With the slang terms, you got to know what things mean. You have to know what the stoner and cannabis culture lingo is all about. So let's start at the beginning. 420. 420 is code for all things cannabis related. Allegedly, it started in the late 70s by a group of students in San Rafael, California, which ironically enough is just up the street from where I now live. One student's dad was a local police officer. Another's was a real estate agent for a member of the Grateful Dead. And of course, if you don't know, the local police code for marijuana smoking in progress was 420 and still is. And that became the group's secret cue to meet up and smoke at 420 in their favorite spot. And of course, these kids get to go backstage at the Grateful Dead concerts. The guys picked up on it and the Grateful Dead community popularized the term. And 420 is now... Bigger than Easter. (laughs) Okay, so next on our modern cannabis glossary list, we're going to go for an easy one. Bong. So if you don't know, a bong is a water pipe used for smoking cannabis. Smoke travels through the water before being inhaled. It creates a buffer for the heat and traps some of the heavier particles, and it provides a smoother hit than, say, if you were smoking from a pipe, which would be much hotter. Another term you may hear a lot is smoking a bowl, and that's just slang for 
smoking really, but smoking from a pipe, smoking from a bong. Actual bowl is the mechanism where the flour is packed into before lighting it. It's kind of got two meanings, but doesn't everything? Another term you hear me say a lot is canicurious. I love puns and clever use of words, and so when I say canicurious, what I mean is posing questions and seeking answers to contemporary cannabis culture. And that's just my, my fun way of saying that. And of course, the name of my company and another one of my favorite terms is Casually Baked. Casually Baked came about because I wanted to get into the cannabis business and I would call myself a stoner. And the people in my life were like, Joanna, like a functional stoner you know, I know in your head that sounds really good, but it never sounds good in the business world. If you're trying to get money from people, do not walk in a room and tell them you are a stoner. So I had to come up with a better term for it. Casually Baked was born. Casually Baked is the art of enjoying a functional high through mindfulness and microdosing. It is a state of being. If you've ever encountered me, I am casually baked. So another term you may not be familiar with, or you've heard it, or perhaps you've seen someone doing it, and you're like, what the fuck is that? Are they smoking crack over there? No, that's dabbing. And dabbing is a form of consumption where a touch of cannabis concentrate is heated on a hot surface, and the smoke produced is inhaled using a dab rig, which is that thing that looks... Like, it's not good. It looks dirty. Dabs are the slang catch-all term for cannabis concentrates. These would be things like keef, hash, hash oil, CO2 oil, shatter, wax, crumble, honeycomb, pull and snap. There's tons of different names, but basically it's cannabis extracts with increased strength or proportion of the cannabinoid THC, typically. If you're not from a state where cannabis is legal in at least the medical capacity, then you probably aren't familiar what the term dispensary means either. So a dispensary is the retail establishment where you purchase cannabis products. I mean, it's the pot store. It's the weed store. If you are not sure if you have a dispensary in your neighborhood, Google that shit. Cannabis dispensary in my neighborhood. When I go home to Texas and I tell someone that I like to smoke flour in the morning and then I move to my vape pen during the day, they look at me crazy when I say I smoke flour. That's the next term I want to talk about. Flour is the modern cannabis term used in dispensaries to describe cannabis buds. What do we do with these beautiful cannabis buds when we're ready to smoke them? We use our grinder. The grinder is one of the most important devices in your stash bag. It is used to create a consistent texture of the flour. Why is that important? Because it means less waste. It just creates this even burn rate so that you don't have to keep lighting it with your hemp wick, which is the next glossary term we'll go to. Hemp wick is what hippies like me use in lieu of a lighter when I am smoking a bowl. Hempwick is made from organic hemp and beeswax. Hempwick is a slow-burning, all-natural alternative to inhaling the butane, flint, and sulfur from traditional lighters. 
One of my favorite things about hemp wick is that it creates a smaller flame so that you can precisely light your bowl. And if you're sharing a bowl with a friend and they're not very good at this, a lot of times they will just torch the whole bowl with a lighter and hemp wick keeps them from doing that. Of course, disadvantages of hemp wick it's slow burning. So you blow that thing out and the little tip may still glow orange. I had a friend, just cautionary tale, ended up catching his girlfriend's laundry pile on fire. Use Hempwick. It's better for you. Just be responsible. Speaking of responsible, you know another one of my favorite punny sayings, highly responsible. For me, that's the act of honoring my body, mind, soul, and personal relationships in regards to my cannabis consumption. The only person that we can control is ourselves. And as long as I am putting my best self out there, getting my shit done, taking care of business, and creating a a safe space for people to be around me, it's none of their damn business if I smoke cannabis. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. And what is in that pipe you're smoking? Is it indica or is it sativa? How many of you have questions about that? Indica is a cannabis strain that's known for its strong analgesic effects and higher THC to CBD ratios. Uh, A lot of people will say indica is in the couch. So they feel lethargic and, and this just really heavy body high. Whereas a sativa, those cannabis strains... They create more of a cerebral energetic effect than the indica strains. So a lot of people think that sativas are more of an upper outgoing type social cannabis strain. The thing is, a lot of times sativas, if people smoke too much of them, if they don't microdose them, they will get super anxious. And of course, that's that same feeling when people feel like they are just being swallowed up by their couch when they're smoking indicas. That's because they are not microdosing that as well. If you microdose these these two different styles of strains, you can have a completely functional experience on either one. In my older age, I tend to prefer indicas as I did in my younger days when I was more of a sativa girl. So we float in between which we prefer and we'll never just need one particular strain. You should always be smoking things based on how you're feeling and, and what symptom you're trying to treat. Of course, for those of you listening in states where you smoke whatever the hell your drug dealer can get you, my sincere apologies. Please come visit a state where it's recreationally legal so that you can understand and learn what it's truly like to use cannabis for wellness. And actually, if you go to casuallybakes.com, you can email me. I do tours and classes and all kinds of fun stuff, and I can give you firsthand view into what it's like to lead a modern cannabis lifestyle. We're really quite normal, I promise. So you've heard me mention microdose several times, and in case you aren't aware of what the hell that means, your dosage is the amount and frequency of ingestion. That's across the board, whether or not we're talking about pharmaceuticals or cannabis. A dose as small as one milligram intended to achieve maximum wellness benefits without the undesirable side effects is a microdose. If you go into a dispensary and you are new to this and 
you want an edible for your fun day on the beach with your friends, do not get anything that is over 10 milligrams. And microdose starting at 2.5, you cut that chocolate bar into as many pieces as you need and you stagger step that. We don't want you ruining your vacation. I was recently in Portland visiting some friends and checking out the cannabis scene there. Shout out to Jahan and Andy. And while I was in the Uber going to, no, I was not in an Uber. I was in a Lyft, actually. I've deleted the Uber app off of my phone. I digress. So I'm in my Lyft going downtown. I am talking to the, the driver about the cannabis scene in Portland. I asked him if he was a cannabis consumer. I told him I was a a lifestyle guide, and he asked me. He said, well, actually, I prefer sativas. He said, but I I do start feeling a a little too anxious and a little too in my head. What can I do different? The very first question I asked him was, what is the percentage of the THC in the sativa strains that you're purchasing? And he said, well, I get the highest one. I want the most bang for my buck. That is a really common misconception because for someone who wants to have a functional high, you really should be looking for strains that are falling around 10 and 15% THC. You know, when I'm trying to be active and get things done during the day, I go for strains that are 10 to 12%. Don't get fooled into thinking that you need to buy the 50 milligram chocolate bar or get the cannabis strain that has the highest amount of THC because you really are not going to have an optimum experience. All right, so I'm pretty sure the attention span of an average American adult is about 15 minutes, and I've just downloaded a bunch of information into your head. So let's stop there. I think we should do this again. I'll teach you more modern cannabis glossary terms, and if there's something that you don't know what it is and you're curious, hit me up. I'll answer all of your cannabis-related questions. It's fun. I'm a pot nerd. I'm going to do it with or without you. So you might as well join me. Come on. Let's get Casually Baked. Casually Baked, the podcast, was created, recorded, produced, edited by the team of Just Joe. Our theme music is by my handsome and fabulous friend, Seth Walker. If you aren't familiar with his music, check out his latest album, Gotta Get Back, wherever you are buying your music these days. I know he didn't create high time for me, but it sure as shit sounds like he did, right? I hope you'll tune in next time. Thanks for hanging out. Yes, it's a high time. We had a high time together. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, I'm Gary, and I invite you to discover the Cannabis Podcast, a bi-weekly podcast focused on a Canadian's cannabis culture. I would be the Canadian, and my cannabis passion and culture has been building for five decades. I share that passion for this wonderful plant in every episode, through conversations with cannabis advocates and enthusiasts, 
stories about the ever-changing legal environment, and some hands-on testing of product in a segment I call Cultivar Corner. The Cannabis Podcast, a Canadian's cannabis culture, one token at a time.